This is Dr. Yo. Welcome to Respecting the Future. Your host is Levin Chuck Wilson, better known as Chuck. He has committed his body of work to serving individuals, families, and communities. As a social worker, he's taken the oath to be a change agent. This is the episode in the series of Self-Talk. It's all about self-management and how to move from one position to another, moving the needles and mountains in your life. So, let's talk to Chuck. Maybe you think that the message has changed. Then won't you lend me your ear, your ear. Maybe you think that the news is new And history can live again Then you ought to hear this So we always talk about the message. Know what your message is. But the question is, does the message change? So Chuck, help us here. How do we deal with our history? And the message. Another great question, Dr. Yo. Uh, when you're dealing with the past, I think, let's go back to PBS for a second. You know, my listeners, uh, you know, we talk about pigs, bitches, and slaves. Let's contextualize that again when you're talking about your history. Don't wallow in the past. If your past is full of stuff, full of junk, full of mud, and you've moved from mud to glory and from mud to cleanliness to from mud to whatever. You made a lot of progresses in life. Don't wallow in the past and don't allow anyone else to keep you in that mud. And don't become a, 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 a bitch to that past either, to your history, to what somebody thought of you, the perception of you. To, and even to your actions, especially if you've moved on, you've changed, your thinking has changed, your life has changed, your heart has changed, your people have changed, your environment has changed, everything about you has changed. Matter of fact, that's what life is all about, us moving from point A to point B. If you're the same person that you were when you were 14, now you may look the same, uh, you still may have that nice walk, uh, the guys may still have that little swag, Whatever. But internally, if you have not grown as a person from the time you were 12, 13, 14, 15, whatever, and you're now 56, well, you need to continue working. But if you have grown, don't allow yourself to live in the past. Your message should have changed, even though the, I know the song that we use for, for this podcast is the message is still the same. Right. But the message is still the same is talking about the current message. Right. Who are you now? Not what you've been. Who are you now? What do you look like? What do you think like? Who are you hanging out with? Where are you going in your life? What are you doing? Who are you helping? You know, I, I was sharing with someone the other day, uh, people remember people for couple of things. One, they remember people who do things to people and they remember people who do things for people. So if you want to be remembered for what you did to someone, whatever years ago, and you move your life, you change your life, you change the dynamics of your life. Now you're a helper. Now you're a healer. Now you're someone that is just leading other people to a better path in life whether it be in education, whether it be in ecumenical institutions, whether it be in the military, whether it be in politics, whether it be in community organizing, wherever it may be, and you can see and show change, 
then you have become that person that's doing something for someone. So the question you have to ask yourself, I think a simple formula, are you doing something to people or are you doing something for people? And if the answer is you're doing stuff for people, for communities, for your family, for your church, for your boys club, your big brothers and big sisters, whatever organizations that you may belong to, and you're doing things to help other people, wow, your 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 past is not as big as your, your future. It is not as big as your current state. So focus on current state. You know, in business, you know, when you're making that business plan, often you're looking at past state, current state, future state. And it's all important. But guess what's most important? Where you are now and where you're headed. Now, the past does is an indicator that you need to grow, that you need to make some changes, that you need to modify. And that's all of us. That's every person that's alive and breathing and will bleed. If you're human, you have to you will have a past. You will have a future. So, but it's you who determine the message of that. It's you who determine what that looks like. So my recommendation is be that person that's remembered for doing something for people, not doing something to people. Not Don't be selfish. Don't be self-serving. Gotcha. We got a listener who um, emailed us and she understands about the message and moving beyond and, and, and all of that. But she was stuck in the past because of the fact that she realized that she needed to cry. She needed to mourn about it. You know, they talk about this cathartic type of experience that you need to have in order for her to move forward. But a lot of times people are like, suck it up, get up, move on, dry your eyes. And for some reason, I do think sometimes people do need to have those moments of thinking back to the past so that they can realize that, yes, that was the past. Yes, that hurt and move on. What are your thoughts? Absolutely. Nothing wrong with crying. You should cry. It's determining what those tears mean is what's important. If you're crying about the past, well, are those tears tears of joy that you've grown from that? Or is it? Are they tears of pain that you're still that person? So I think make your te- give your tears a definition. There's nothing wrong with crying. I cry. Everybody cries in some form or fashion, right? Don't fool yourself. Right. So it's okay to to reflect. I think as we get older, we always reflect. I'm, uh, you know, now that I'm 50, you know, I'm starting to look back over my life. What does it mean? I I realize that I'm not going to be doing this. For 50 more years, right. right? Your life is going to change. When you're, when you're 30, you can say, I have another 30 years. When you're 40, you start saying, well, you know, I might have another 40 years to do something. But when you hit 50, you're not saying I'm going to do this for 50 more years. You start reflecting on, hey, who have I been? What lives have I touched? Uh, where am I going? Who's, who's, whose life have I made a positive impact on? Whether it's my, my family member, somebody in the community, uh, uh, someone I don't know. Did I help somebody that didn't look like me? You know, did, did my mind change? Did my thinking change on the subject matter? Did I grow through that process? Did I learn from that mistake I made? So if you're crying about the past, put a definition on your tears. You brought up a very good point here, you know, when you talk about the the history and the fact that you're older and more matured and looking back at the past. But we're trying to have a broad audience, and we do have a broad audience here. Talk about the millennial generation. 
because they don't have that much of a history to be able to reflect upon. But it's important for them to hear the message of in your teenage years, because they do struggle. They do struggle. They do go through those points of who am I, what am I? And you don't want them to take that into the younger years where they can't realize that an education is important. How do you move through the job? How do you be an awesome boyfriend or an awesome husband? So help us to share some information with the millennial generation. Well, I think the, the the first thing we all have to do, which is the, the title of our podcast, is respect your future. Right. When you respect your future, then no matter what age group you belong to, you're thinking about who am I in the future? And uh, when I was growing up, uh, my mom, Dr. Br- Dr. Brenda Rowdy, uh, you know, she would, I mean, she would be on me hard. She would be like, Chuck, do this. Chuck, do that. Blah, 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 blah. It was always something. But I did it anyway because I started learning that where if I went on ahead and 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 did what my mom would ask, well, I had less conflict with her. So she was teaching me, hey, if you follow the instructions that I'm giving you because I'm taking care of you, then your life is going to be easier. But then I realized that she really loves me. She cared about me She and still does, still gives me information, still gives me advice, solid, sound advice. She was saying, you know what, son, you're going to get my age one day and you're going to look back and you're going to look back in retrospect and say, what have I done? What have I done for people? What have I done for myself? What have I done for my community, my family? And those things are going to be very important. So young people, what you do today will count for tomorrow. It's like money. When you save money at 15, 16, if you, if you, put, uh, if you buy an annuity at 15 or 16 years old and you're putting that $2,000 a year in it for the next 30, 40 years, all of a sudden, you're going to, at 59, you're going to realize, well, you have accumulated a lot of money with saving very little because it compounds. It's the same thing in life. If you do good, if you treat others right, and it's not, this is not about money, it's not about things. If you are saying, you know what, I'm concerned about who I am going to be in the future, you'll make some better decisions. You'll say, you know what, no, I'm not going to hang out with her because that person that looks like this may not be good for me just because she looks good because she has this body or this shape or this whatever well that may not match where i'm going just because he looks a certain way he has the six pack the two pack eight pack no pack whatever it is that he has going on that you're attracted to just because you're attracted to it does not mean it's going to help you in your future so Make decisions based on what you see yourself as in the future. Help us then as parents, whether, you know, we're aunt or uncle, grandmother, grandfather. How do we instill with the younger generation to continuously ask that question, who am I going to be when they walk into the mall, when they approach a job, when they enter relationships, when they get up in the morning? Who am I going to be? Because if we instill that and continue to make sure they ask themselves that question, there's going to be a change. Because right now, it's a different generation to deal with. I mean, I love the fact that you share with us with what your mother did and how she got you to where you are and instilling so much in you. 
but we're dealing with a totally different generation. Well, I think the generation may have some differences. I think the messages are delivered a certain way. Uh, I, I think I think a lot. We still have a lot of similarities. Uh, from one generation to another. We communicate differently due to technology and so on and so forth. But I think that we have to start with our young people. I'm talking about from birth. True. Right. If so, if you wait until your child is 14, 15 years old, you're on a slippery slope. Exactly. But you have to capture that child at birth. You have to capture capture that that nephew, that niece, that whatever whoever's in your environment at the youngest age possible, and have those real conversations. Make life about experiences and not about things, because that's going to be your history at some point. So if 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 we as adults are socializing our children, our nieces and nephews and our godchildren and the people that we're teaching, the people that we're working with, the people that we're mentoring. If we're socializing young people to think about life as things, as material things and not as experiences, and those experiences turn into someone's history at some point, Mm -hmm. then these things will continue to go down that slippery slope. But if we focus on experience, positive experiences, Focus on and also share those times when we didn't do that well. Tell the truth about your situation. You know, mom, I'm, 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 this, this sounds like a, a podcast about my mom, but I was in my late 30s before I learned a lot about my mom because she didn't know how to talk about it. But she was working on her doctorate and I had to read her autobiography. And I found out that my mom witnessed her mother be beat to death. And it made me think about something. She was tough on me because she had seen so much as a young person, but she shared it with me in a different way. She did share it with me, but she shared it with me in a way that I could understand it. So I'm saying to parents, uh, uncles and aunts and godparents and mentors, pastors or whoever, uh, to, to have real conversations with people about experiences, your own and others. Share your stories. Talk story. It's a double-edged sword because, as you stated, you know, as a parent, we, at this level, we want more for our kids that we didn't have. Hold on, hold on. When you say at this level, what level are you talking about? Well, this level, I mean, this um, day and age, you know. We want more for our kids. We don't want them to go through the suffering and uh, do without. And why I say it's a double-edged sword is because now we have selfish, young ladies and young gentlemen that are walking around. Not all of them. I'm not saying that. But we've got to bring it back to where, as you said, tell the truth. Share with them how you are trying to make the bills work when there's very little money coming in, how you're able to feed, how you're able to go to the dance class and the music class and private school and all of this on a very minimal salary. So you're right, though. You've got to share and tell the truth so that they grow up and realize that they're not, you know, I I guess the best way to say it is some kids grow up as if they're millionaires and they're rich. 
Rich, yes, and love. Well, I don't, but, mean, I don't mean to cut you off right there, but they're growing up like that because they're being socialized there. That's exactly. not their fault. Their parents True. are saying, you just said to me, we want our children to have a better life. We right. don't want them to struggle like I struggle. We want them to have the things that I didn't have. Well, again... It should not be about the things. It should be about the message. It should be about the mission. It should be about the experiences. When you have messages, when you have experiences, when you have uh, uh, conversations, when you have uh, uh, dialogue with your family that talks about who you have been, who you are, and where you're going with your children, you more than likely will have a child with a message versus a mess. So let's bring it back around again. How do I deal with my history? As a single mom, what do you suggest? As a single mom, first of all, forgive your past and move on. Don't wallow in your stuff. Lastly, in a relationship, how do you deal with your past so you can move forward and have more responsible and um, productive and um, nurturing relationships. Yeah, so if your past is holding you down in a relationship, well, you probably want to uh, examine your mate because if your mate is holding the past against you, that's probably somebody you don't want to be with. Wow. We still have so much more to talk about. Um, The message, the history, great conversation. Feel free to contact us with your comments and topics. Subscribe and follow Respecting the Future podcast on Podomatic, iTunes, and Player FM. You can also reach out to Chuck via email at 112, that's L-E-V-E-N, the number two, at me.com. Glad you joined in on our conversation, and I hope that this episode will help you to make the choice decisions that respects your future. Remember to tune in to our next conversation with Chuck. We want to say thank you to our engineer, Sam Walton. Until then, it's all about moving the needles and mountains in your life. Maybe you think that the message has changed. Then won't you lend me your end, your end? Maybe you think that the news is new and history can live again. Then you ought to hear this. <laughs>